Aloha and welcome to Kopiko Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Galdera with Kamehameha Schools Communications Group. And we hope you're all hanging in there during these interesting times. And we appreciate you tuning in. Um, don't forget, you can catch us not only on YouTube for a video version of the podcast, but also at ksbe.edu in the Mua Newsroom and Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Basically, anywhere you get your favorite podcast, you can catch us there. So mahalo for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, in today's episode, we, we're going to talk a little bit about distance learning and the effect that it's having both on teachers and our students in our communities. And we're going to welcome in today Dane Carlson. He's a 2004 KS Kapalama graduate and a portfolio manager with the Kamehameha Schools Strategy and Transformation Team, who focuses on developing strategic and insightful ways to help our organization plan at a high level. So with that long introduction there, thanks, Dane, for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, Kyle. Super excited to be here and a uh, big fan of the show, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And we've we've been looking forward to this for, looking forward to this conversation because with the emergence of distance learning as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to unfold and all the, the different changes we're making in society, especially in Hawaii, distance learning has basically become the primary means of teaching during the coronavirus pandemic. So even though you know distance learning has been kind of brought to the forefront because of the pandemic, do you envision this approach to distance learning as as be becoming something that might become the new normal as far as maybe a hybrid approach when things get back to normal or or going distance learning as a, a primary way uh, beyond this this pandemic? Yeah, though thanks for the question, Kyle. I think um, one of the things that I've we've kind of looked at as part of the the research and some of the planning that's gone into it is like. Not necessarily like a new normal, but to your question, like the next normal. Um, okay. And we use that term sort of intentionally in the sense of this idea that when we look at distance learning um, and, and thinking about what are the, you know, definitely some of the, the bad things like the sheltering in place and all the disadvantages that comes with the pandemic. What are some of the new things that can be leveraged and as opportunities for us to sort of expand when we think about our, our um, ability to lift the lahui, right, which is our mission. And so in that regard, when we think about this new approach um, in, in hybrid, we do feel like it would be the next normal. And we think about, you know, the amount of haumana or stakeholders that can be impacted through our community programs, but also through our three campuses. And that having the something like this tool and being able to provide access and resources to both our haumana that are directly impacted, but also to our um, Lahui members that are on the continent and being able to give them this access and these level of resources, I think is, again, that next normal and something that beyond the intensive purposes of this first school year um, is something that we definitely like to ramp up in the future um, you know, as the opportunity presents itself. Okay, especially with the advances in technology. I mean, the fact that we're able to do this podcast through our computers and, and have it like we're next to each other, even though we're, we're being physically and socially distant, kind of goes to show you that if we can do it this way, why not have learning be done this way as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think like one of the last things I'll add is like with technology, you know, our homeowner can learn in so many different ways. Um, and so by providing or elevating something like this digital platform can really allow them that choice to pick and pursue a pathway uh, of learning, whether it's synchronous, like happening in real time or asynchronous that like, hey, you know what, I'm a better learner in the afternoon. These are new opportunities and new oppor uh, opportunities of growth that will now right. be made available through something like distance learning. Okay. And you alluded to it earlier about 
are providing the resources both for Kumu and our Haumana, um, basically around the world because of the, the access to the web. And what are some of those resources that you would recommend for anybody interested in learning more about distance learning? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when we think about distance learning and, and the new digital platform, one of the things that we get really excited about is the resources that will be made available. And for, you know, for some time, even beyond when I first joined Chaos, Chaos has provided just a, a, a rich library of resources in a, in a variety of areas. Um, and so what's nice about this digital learning is it really starts to bring it all together and make it available in a way that whether you're a Kumu, a Hamana, or even an interested community stakeholder, that you can access these resources. And they're really made available through probably like four major components. And so the first one is through Canvas Commons, which is our learning management system that's in this distance learning. And what's really exciting about that one is Kumu that are leveraging this part of the tool will be able to host their resources online and make it shareable. And so when wow. we think about um, you know, Kumu that even that potentially could retire 10, 20 years down the road, making their resources available and having that legacy and that impact behind and digitally archived for future students beyond just today, I think is what's really exciting. So that ability to collaborate, I think is one cool part. Um, the second one is um, Vihona. And so this is a great project out of our Kiali Evi Kuomo'o folks. Um, and part of the work of Kanaokana is taking that same concept, but within our native Hawaiian charter schools. And so participating members or interested community members can access Vihona and pull on different resources from participating, participating charter schools. And likewise, be able to pull in awesome lessons, awesome projects, really that rich um, cultural context and learning plans and making them available for anyone to access. Um, and then beyond that, we have a robust tool of um, PD materials that will be made available. So teachers that are navigating this space can learn how to do it um, and have resources to um, learn more about it. And then we also have um, some really cool resources by both Kealapono and Kealakulia that really get to both Haumana, but also Ohana engagement resources. And so, you know, if it's um, resources to like, we know that part of this distance learning is learning from home. And so how do we right. engage those, you know, frontline Kumu, their Makua or Kupuna or siblings that are taking care of these kids and provide them resources. And so all of those pieces are, are what's going to be made available through something like the digital learning platform. Okay. And the cool thing about that is that even though KS developed a lot of those strategies and tools, is that they're, like you said, they're going to be shared publicly. So you don't have to be a KS student or a teacher or even uh, a family member. You can actually be around the state or around the world and be able to find and get access to those resources. Yeah, and that's the real cool part is like, I mean, some will definitely <laughs> live within uh, the canvas part, but with the Vihona part, that is the part where like, again, to your point, can be made accessible. Um, those resources can be accessed. And again, you're really, you know, we think about that, um, that olelo no eao, that ohe pau ike ika palau hookahi, right? And so this idea of like it's not all knowledge in one learning, uh, not all learning, uh, not all knowledge occurs in one school. And so gotcha. being able to tap into that in this digital environment, I think, is what is really the power of this tool. Okay, and we're catching up with Dane Carlson here on the Kopiko podcast. He's with our strategy and transformation team at Kamehameha Schools, and even though there's a lot of tools out there and a lot of progress being made with distance learning, there's also been some growing pains and, and even some struggles faced by both Kumu and Haumana out there. So what are some maybe tips or even additional resources that you would suggest that somebody who might be having a difficult time adjusting to this new way of life as far as learning goes? And, and how would you suggest they um, kind of help themselves 
by accessing these resources. Yeah, and, and thanks for bringing it out, Kyle, because I, I think like the amount of ask or the, the tremendous amount of push this is going to have on our Kumu cannot be understated. And so it goes out saying like a big mahalo to them, because as you said before, there are going to be growing pains, um, you know, today, tomorrow, especially as as things start, start to transition. And so, you know, a big part of what we wanted to do with the digital learning is to provide them with those tools and resources. And so um, we've been able to gather together, um, again, a, a rich, robust set of tools for PD learning um, that okay. can kind of go through like accessing these types of resources and even just the pedagogical shift of like, you know, it's not, it, it goes without saying, but this is, it's not just like what I was doing in person and just now doing it like we're doing now, like just communicating right. online. like. It's a completely different shift, and that shift cannot be understated, and that's a huge pull. And so from those resources, again, that can be accessed through the, um, the digital uh, portal, uh, looking under those PE tools, it'll go into things about how to create that pedagogical shift. Um, and also when we look at, at least internally for our own Kumu staff, in working with partnership with ASU, we were able to provide a summer learning tool or a summer learning program for a five-day training to kind of get them up to speed on some of the new things that will be happening. And then, unfortunate enough that Kumu were invested, and we had about over 300 Kumu come in, or faculty and staff, I should say, across our Chai campus come in over the summer. And that's just internally. We also had external partners. And then we're now up to over 700 um, coming into the start of the school year that have now been or received some type of PD training to kind of address that steep learning curve when it comes to digital learning and teaching. Wow, and that, <clears throat> that really shows the commitment that our, our Kumu have for, for the students out there because it's not an easy transition, but I think that all the tools available and also the, the motivation just to help everybody succeed is really um, kind of getting everybody on the same page, even though it, it's been moving at a, at a very quick pace. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, and, and like, like I said, I mean, it's, you know, they already had to go through all these transitions at the tail end of the school year. And now to ask them to give up, you know, five days of their additional summertime was was a huge ask, man. You know, uh, Again, I'm a hollow to the Kumu that were engaging and were able to, to take up that commitment and mantle and then now um, seeing that forward into the new school year. Awesome. And last thing I wanted to touch on today during this Kapiko podcast episode was basically, you know, there's been some struggles and we've overcome that. But what are the, the long term benefits of something that distance learning can provide, especially as we look toward the future of trying to be more efficient? And like you said earlier, some some students learn in different ways and distance learning might actually be a better avenue for them to learn in the future instead of uh, a traditional classroom model and then vice versa too. So how do you see this approach uh, going forward as far as being something that can benefit the way we, we learn and teach? Yeah, absolutely. So when I think about, you know, social media and there's a lot of well-documented research about, you know, what, what is happening with this next generation of learners. But what we can all say is like they are really this this group of Digital natives, right, is the term that gets thrown around. And when I think about a, a tool like this, it's like, how do we make these digital natives and emphasize making them native digitals, like native Hawaiian digitalists that are already so adept beyond even just me, you and I and this new generation of accessing technology and then tethering that to say like education and world-class Hawaiian culture-based education as part of that, I think it's, it's prime right now. I think this is a big shift. It is the next normal, like we talked about before. And so from a Hamana perspective, giving them access to those tools and to those resources and Hamana in the broadest sense. I mean, we can take it between your traditional classroom learner or your atypical learner, the adult who's like, you know, I just want to learn more about, you know, this type of vahipana. 
and then being able to provide that access. So I think when you think about Hamana, and it's not just the Hamana that are located here, not just the Hamana that are in our Pai Aina, but the Hamana that when we say we lift the Lahui that are in California, that have migrated elsewhere, even beyond the country, and giving mm -hmm. them access to say that something like this, where it's like any Hamana, anytime, anywhere, and being able to digitally archive all of our Kumu past, present, and future, and take all of that collective Ike, I mean, we talk a lot about that adage of like, it takes a village. And I think that this is the next, this is our digital village. This is our, our digital va'a and one that I, I definitely get excited about. And knowing, like we said, the growing pains now, but thinking about what that could look like in the future, I think it's the, the next normal and one that I, I really get excited about. And I hope our Kumon Hamana can get excited about too. Awesome. Thanks, Dane, for, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me, Kyle. Pleasure. Yeah, and for all the listeners and viewers out there, you can check out ksbe.edu for a lot of the external resources that Dane mentioned. And Dane, before you go, are there any additional websites that you wanted to let our listeners and viewers know about where they can find some of these resources? Yeah, so um, for those interested, I check out um, ksbe.edu backslash digital. And um, it, it in that site is where we'll have a lot of the resources that we talked about earlier. Awesome. That's the best way to find it. So you can find your digital platform there and ksbe.edu backslash news is where you can get other news about what's happening with KS, whether you're a student, teacher, a stakeholder, like you said, or even a, a parent or family member. So again, a lot of robust uh, information there at ksbe.edu, including the podcast. Again, another uh, plug for our Capico podcast here. You can listen to it Every episode is available in our Emoa Newsroom, as well as on Stitcher, Spotify, and the Google Podcast platform. So again, mahalo to Dane for joining us. For Dane, I'm Kyle. Take care and aloha. Aloha.